Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Who's Clutch Sports Talk radio show. I'm your host, Michael Urquhart, and you already know I brought my brother from another mother, Mel Brown. What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro? Shit. I can't call it, man. I can't call it. There was a lot going on inside of the NBA. I just want to dive knee deep inside of the National Basketball Association. Um, the Mavs locked up Luka, man. Five years, $207 million. He was averaging 27, 8, and 8. Um, where do you think the Mavs, like we know that they're trying to center um, their team around Luka. Tell me what they need to be a contender. Um, they need another perimeter player. Like you got to lower Luka usage rate. Can he play without the ball? That's something that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing because I haven't really seen it so far. So, yeah, if they could get a um, a solid center and a perimeter player like a Bradley Bill would be a over the top push for them. Like that would be a great situation in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely uh like to see a, a perimeter player go there because I think they have pieces. I definitely think they have pieces. Rick Carlisle gone. Uh, do you? And I believe uh, Jason Kidd is becoming the head coach of the Mavs. Uh, do you think you know? Of course, Jason Kidd, the, uh, how great of a point guard he was, and you know, Luca actually plays the point as it, at his size. Do you think that that's kind of like an advantage, or you don't want the ball always in Luca hands? No, you don't want the ball always in his hand, but that is an advantage because he has somebody that understands him. He's a coach is good, you know, that's that's a great is a lot of great coaches that never was players. Um but in my preference, I would like somebody that's familiar with the field, that's actually out there or or been out there before. Um, so you want a player coach. Yeah, I I would prefer that, all right? That's just my preference. I ain't got nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with you know choosing the other way. But I I definitely think that that's an advantage because they he familiar with that 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 position being that size, playing that style. Um, but Jason Kidd was a lockdown defender, so hopefully he can help Luca with that. Jalen Brunson, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, JJ Redick, Josh Richardson. Um. They still got Chris Depps, uh, Finney Smith, Carly Stein. Uh, they got to move some pieces, bro. They got to bring somebody over there and get Lucas some help. What What would be a marquee player that would be on your top priority list if you was the general manager for the match? Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill, definitely. I'm giving him everything. Bradley Bill, absolutely. Bradley Bill, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I like if that. If you want to contend in the West with everything that's that's shaping up right now, you're going, you're going to need um, definitely some assistance over there in Dallas. I think Bradley Bill deserved to be on a winning team. Trey Young also inked the $207 million contract. Um, he eliminated the Sixers. Um Law end up losing to the Bucks. Where do you see this Hawks team 
in the next two to three years? Um, I think they accomplished um, tremendous things, actually, this year. Uh, so I expect them to go forward from this point. I don't. I ain't gonna say they're gonna win the championship, but I think they'll they'll definitely be top four at best five. Well, at the least five in the in the East. So yeah, I, I my ceiling for them is not championship, but I definitely think that um, they could stay in the mix. Yeah, I think Atlanta. They will contend. Um, I don't see Eastern Conference Finals or Finals. They would just be a fun team to watch. But at a point in time, they're going to think, what else do we need to get to the stage to contend with Brooklyn, mm-hmm. to contend with the Bucks? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think um, Trey Young, um, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, what do you think? that they need to do or do you think it's another player that they need to add or you think those young players can actually develop? You could be looking at a Spurs type of team in the Eastern Conference, you know, you know, staying relevant, staying in the playoffs, uh, well-coached, you know, tough to beat on any given night. But again, my ceiling for them is not championship, so... Yeah, I think they'll just, you know, kind of stay level. But the Spurs won championships, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that. That's not that's not the comparison <laughs> with them, too. No. But everything else, yeah. So, um, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta will be top four, top five moving forward. Yeah, I don't see Herder, Bogdanovich, Snell, Lou Williams, John, Hunter, Cam Reddish. I mean... They do have some young talent there, but you're going to have to start bringing some veterans over there if you want to win a championship. Or do Trey Young leave? Or do Trey Young leave? Right. You always got to look at that. I think it's no loyalty no more <laughs> in regards to commitments to retire with teams. And it's like to the point where you kind of got to understand because now it was a business. It wasn't really like they wasn't, you know, pushing business so much on the players like that. Like, it wasn't low management. It wasn't... Like, they're protecting these players now. It wasn't like that. So, yeah. Why do you think there's no loyalty in the NBA anymore? Because of business. Because of business. I'm I'm good here, but I can't win. But I could win somewhere else, and my brand would be bigger. That's the idea, right? So, that's what you see. You know, even moves down to LeBron. Like, Kevin Durant. Going out to Los Angeles, now going to Brooklyn, like that's money. Like it ain't no, it's, it's, it's really not no loyalty. It's just a business, and you gotta kind of understand it now. Or you can't be big enough to bring business to you. If you're in the in the right market, you could. In the right market for sure. I think it's no loyalty because nowadays everybody is friends, bro. Everybody want to play with their money. Everybody cool. But everybody want to play with their best friend. Everybody cool. It's all love. You, you what you say? Trey Young making two hundred million. Who he got a problem with? Everybody cool. Ain't I no mean, reason to, ain't even no reason to get mad out there. I'm playing with a smile out there every game. 
But where's the competitive fire? There's none. I, then I'm done with this sport then. I'm that's, done with it. I'm done with it then. That, that's your choice. Just because you're getting paid $200 million, you ain't got no fire? You don't think that? You don't see that? What? In today's league, you don't get that? I mean, I think today's league is soft. But I'm saying just because I'm making $207 million playing a sport doesn't mean that I'm going to take that competitive fire you know, out of me. It's not going to get watered down. I'm still going to want to win. I'm still going to want to beat you. You got it. But it's also 300 other people in the NBA and you thinking everybody going to have that mentality? No, but if I do, I know I'm ahead of them. Yeah, and that's cool. And that's why you got your superstars. But everybody's not at that level mentally to do that every night. You know what I mean? Some dudes like, shoot, I'm making, I got five years, 30 mil. I'm cool. Like, I'm locked in. I'm cool. Like, I ain't, you know. I'm going to just play. If we lose, we lose. You know what I mean? I'm paid. I'm no, paid. I don't want nobody like that on my team. And I don't either. But you can't tell me that's not the mentality with a lot of players. Not even just in the NBA. I'm pretty sure there's dudes like that in baseball anywhere. That is a horrible environment to set it, within a league. It, it is. And I'm not saying that it's cool. But I'm saying it's reality. Like, dudes getting overpaid. And it's like, all right, damn, I'm overpaid now. Like you said, you used Ben Simmons before. You said... He got all his money now, and he ain't even develop a jump shot. Why am I going to sit there and even get a jump shot now? Right. Right. So it's that mentality that's, that's, that you see often, and it's, 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 it's messing the league up. Speaking of Ben Simmons, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm about to go left. Bro, I went back and watched the play. Game seven. Game seven. Believe the Sixers was down two. And Ben Simmons had Gallinari in the post. Mm-hmm. Posting him up. Mm-hmm. Went to the rack. Mm-hmm. Had a clear dunk. Now, my ent- the, the entire time, I was under the impression because the angle that I seen it, it looked like thigh ball was cutting to the basket. Right. Bro, he wasn't cutting. He was standing there. Ben Simmons got around Gallinari, bro, and threw the ball at thigh ball. You threw it at him? Yeah. Okay. Bro, that you you can't teach heart, bro. You can't. You can't teach heart. You can't. That's a fact. Uh, now, the question I have for you is, what do you think <laughs> Embiid said to Ben Simmons when he walked to the top of the key? What I think he said, I don't. I don't really know his character to to, to kind of predict what he said. <laughs> but what I, what what I would have said to him, <laughs> um, dude, dude, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously, like it was cool. All right, like, what's it's something wrong, bro? We we can't we can't win like this. Man, I'd have been. Like, Are you serious? In other words, bro, this game seven, you tripping? I mean, words. go to the bench with that. That's what I'd have told him. If you want to play like that, go to the bench. You know what I tell you? No, bro, we not doing it. You talking about some dude, 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 bro? You trying to protect his feelings? No, bro, he has to go to the bench with that. Well, you I, heard me? And I, we would have squared up too. Yeah. You heard me? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, listen, um, big ups to SGA, man, uh, OKC, 
anything. Five years, 172 million. Even though I don't think OKC going anywhere, you know, you I think that he is worth every penny of that. Um, I think it, that he developed his game. Um, better three-point shooter, better defender, um, higher IQ. I think he's worth every penny. Um, I don't think they're going anywhere. They shipped Kemba Walker. <laughs> they shipped Kemba over there, bro. How you feel about that? I'm worried about Kemba. <laughs> he, they might just be using him as an asset. He in New York. I think he in New York. Um, Kemba in New York? Yeah, I believe he got traded to New York, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, yeah, you could double check that. But, yeah, I, I just think that he got a lot going on as far as injury-wise. And I, I'm starting to get a, a Isaiah Thomas feel <laughs> from him. Like, I don't know if he built the last, and I think a lot of teams starting to use him as rentals because they, there's really no longevity with him. You're not sure. Yes, he is with the Knicks. He signed a two-year deal with the Knicks after agreeing to buy out with the Thunder. So, so right. they might be using him to, to move it. Just moving. They got <laughs> they got ten guards over there. <laughs> Um, I don't, Kimba, I mean, I don't talk bad about nobody. I don't want to talk bad about nobody. Um, he just, he just can't stay healthy. Uh, that's a fact. Um, so until he can give me at least 65, 70 games. Yeah, I don't think you'll see it. And I ain't wishing that on him, but I don't, I don't think you're going to see it. You don't think I'm going to see 65 to 70 games from Kemba? It's going to be rare to see that from a lot of players, man. And, and that's going back to the point of the, the league being a business, you know, using things like load management and all types of stuff to, to protect these players. So, yeah. Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan. Um I spoke on. I spoke on. I love Lonzo in, in Chicago. I spoke on it before. Lonzo. We gotta find it. We gotta find the tape. I spoke on it before. Lonzo in Chicago and Demar Derozan. They playing with Zach Levine. You like that? I love that. I love that man. Like because now they covering all bases. They covering all bases. You got a perimeter player. You got a post game. And you still got players like marketing. You got Vucevic. Then you got a guy at point guard who's a lockdown defender and understands the weapon that he has. He got toys. He's going to love that. He's going to love that. He ain't Lonzo. And they're going to love him. So I think that's going to be an easy fit. I love that. Uh, look out for Chicago. Lonzo is a better three-point shooter. Always been a good on-ball defender. Um, IQ, I, I I think his IQ is high. Um, I don't think that he, and I think he loves the game of basketball. Um, I do think the refs can get in his head a little bit, but um, him playing with DeMar DeRozan, I, I really don't. DeMar DeRozan is, I don't, I don't like him, bro. I'm going I'm to keep it a being probably a great person. Probably a great person. Well, he's very, he's very unique, um, especially in today's NBA. But he always been playing this way, mid range. 
post game at the guard position, you know, footwork. Um, now he's a, a better passer. I really liked it. And now I'm just going to be looking at them uh, defensively. I want to see what they do defensively. But that's a nice core to have for sure. I would love to see the Bulls and the and the Hawks in a seven game series. My prediction is the Bulls will be ranked higher in the Eastern Conference than Atlanta. I think they're a better team than Atlanta. No, I don't think that they'll be ranked higher than them. I'm, I'm just telling I you. Think, I don't think so. I don't okay. Think so. Right. Matter. Of, Atlanta showed some defense last year too. In the off, so I was looking at, at them. I was looking at Chicago. All the players you named, though, it's not. It's gonna be hard. That's a lot of firepower coming with that Chicago team. That's fire. You talking about Zach Levine, DeRozan, Lonzo will give you thirty, Vucevic. That's twenty five and ten. All day. All day, bro. So if they was to play Atlanta, you saying that they would beat them in the seven game series? Yeah, I think so. With Atlanta having the experience of getting there, playing the Sixers, going through that tough test, making adjustments, mm-hmm. coming into Philly, mm-hmm. sending them home, you think Chicago going to be ready for that? Chicago been corny for a little while now. Yeah, I do. I do. I think a lot of things going to change in the East. And it's already it you already seen a lot of a lot of the changes. Like Atlanta, that was a surprise. I think if Bradley Bill stay in Washington and everything stay as is, I think uh, I think they they can make a push. Believe it or not, Wash. Yeah, you think Wash can make a push. Yeah, they got some pieces. They got some pieces. Lakers give up. They give up everything for Westbrook. So yeah, things are changing in the East. Um, bro, I want to run this past you. I want to run this past you. Um, so I'm going to say something and I want you to tell me who said it. Toronto isn't my preferred destination. I had higher ambitions. Who you think said that? I'm not sure. I really don't know. Kyle said that? <laughs> no. Siakam? Goran Dragic. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and then he said that's not what he meant, right? Yeah. But listen, he tried to get away with it because he's from Slovenia. He speaks Slovenian. Mm-hmm. And he's, he said it in his native language. And he thought he was going to get away with it. You know, they translated that right up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel him though. I don't even like him in Toronto. You don't like him in Toronto? That's that's that feel weird. That feel weird to me. Oh. Uh, do you think Siakam gonna get traded? We could use him in Philly, huh? Do you think Siakam? Uh, uh yeah, big time. Yeah, big I time. like Gordon Dragic here. We could use him big time in here in the Philly. Yeah, I like him here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's a good pickup. That's not a bad pickup. I mean, he probably want too much cheese. You know what I mean? You think Siakam getting traded? And if you do think he getting traded, where would be the perfect fit for him? Perfect fit for Siakam. Yeah, bro. Perfect fit for Siakam. 
Atlanta. Like him in Atlanta. In Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I like him in Atlanta. Uh, what about Denver? I like him in Denver. That's that's my pick. Yeah, they he could play the Jeremy Grant role when he was there, yeah. He's not a defender like that, but... Yeah, I, I like Siakam um, in Denver. I'm not. A, I'm not really a fan of him, but you know, do good ball. What about the Bucks? No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now let's. I gotta. I gotta get the elephant out the room, man. Bro, cause this been tearing me up, and I've been waiting to talk about this this entire time we've been talking. He said, this is what he said. Now is the best time. Now is the best time. He said, Brian came to me and said, the time is now. Right? And he said that I took my time and weighed my options. Bro, Carmelo Anthony didn't weigh no options. Brian called him. He said the time is now, and he like, all right. You, yo, I think dudes be lying, man. You think Carmelo weighed options after Brian called him? You never know, man. No, I'm asking you, I don't bro. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook plays for the Lakers alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Uh how you feel about this Lakers team? And which which player on the Lakers is under the most pressure? I don't like this Lakers team. It's constructed. I see a lot of ugly, low-scoring games so far. They need some space. like, And I see a lot of altercations between LeBron and Westbrook. You know, <laughs> I think we're going to become immune to that as much as that's going to happen. Because Westbrook, you play with a lot of fire, man. You see LeBron, you get lackadaisical and complain, not get back on defense. And Davis be, you know, acting crazy sometimes. So, and definitely Westbrook, the shot, his shot selection. So, let's let's look look at that and see how that's going to be. Um. They need some space. I don't like it as as is. I don't. Uh, for me, it didn't make sense because it looked like the Lakers were just a half court offense offensive team. Um, you want to come down, get the rebound, set up, run plays for either Brian or Anthony Davis to get open. And Westbrook really doesn't play that way. He grabs boards, which I think they they did get him so that Anthony Davis wouldn't have to utilize his body down there and bang him, be able to have to grab board. So they got Westbrook, who doesn't mind grabbing rebounds, but he wants to push the pace after he gets rebounds. Well, well, what I will tell you is, looking at it long term, um, if it happens to stay as is, this is all about the playoffs. Because you figure that style of play is going to be telling me for the playoffs. Imagine having to beat them dudes four times. That's going to be really hard to do. So, but is setting up half court offense? It's going to look horrible. Into- it's going to, to me. It's going to look horrible 
definitely uh, a portion of the season, if not most of the season. But they'll make their way in it. I think they they'll be telling me for for the playoffs. I love the the addition of Dwight Howard getting him back. I they should have never let him go. Um, I, they need some space. Uh, I heard they was at the Buddy Hill. Like, let's just see where the rest of the chips fall. But talking about them as is, uh, bro, it it doesn't look. Listen, man, Westbrook wants to run. AD don't want to run. He glass. He's he's injury prone. Brian, I, I mean, he may run, but it don't look like he want to run either. That Lakers team is slow. Then you get the orders might be in history. And then you and then and then they bringing in Melo. Melo don't want to run. Listen, listen. It's a party. <laughs> you talking about it's a party? I, bro, listen. I think. LeBron James, um, I think he just bringing players there to just like, all right, well, y'all with me. Y'all know what I can do. So teamed up with me, let's go try to win a ring. Um, I, I think I think slowing the game up is really going to hurt Russ. And I think that's where the conflict is going to come in at. Like you said, you see a lot of tension, you know, a lot of confrontations between Westbrook and Brian or AD and what because it's gonna be like, yo, let's push let's let's push the pace. Let's pick up the tempo. Let's run. Like I wanna run. Like I don't wanna sit there and, and set screens and Brian setting screens and doing all I wanna run. I can move in transition and that's where Westbrook is most dangerous in transition. So you if you're bringing in a player who's most dangerous in transition, but you want to set up the half court offense uh 60, 70 percent of the time. How does that gel? Well, you're gonna have to get him to run. You're gonna you're gonna have to get him to run. That's the only thing to cover that up. Like they're gonna have to run. But I I, I definitely think playoff style, playoff setting, that's what that team gonna be built for, for sure. When let's just I wanna play the what if game real quick. Just just a tad. Just a tad because we we haven't really been able to see this really um, a full playoffs of, you know, teams just fully healthy, like going into the playoffs fully healthy. And um, what team do you think is the best team constructed when fully healthy? Like if every last player was fully healthy playing at 100 percent Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Without a doubt. Without a doubt? Yeah, for sure. So the the Lakers adding Westbrook and Melo didn't... You know, Styles make fights. So, again, they got a Dwight. I don't doubt... I think they still... They, no, the Sixers got drumming. Sixers got drumming. Um, but the the Lakers look like they, they gearing up for war. Like That's why I said this is, this is about playoffs only because the regular season, I don't really see how this going to work. I think that's just going to be practice to them to be honest and then playoff time the toughest test for the Lakers in the West will be who themselves staying healthy that old team old as you talking about possibly in history <laughs> they gotta stay healthy I think I think where the league is headed um 
I think we're suiting up for that. Suiting up for that that intense playoffs where you see everybody healthy. You got the matchups that you want to see. Um, you know, Brown won his chip in the bubble. All right, Giannis got his chip. You know, everybody banged up. Now you're going to see everybody healthy coming into the offs and really giving it their all. And I think ratings are going to go through the roof when you see all these players coming back. Steph, uh, is Clay coming back this year? Yes, Clay coming back. He coming back. Clay coming back this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you most excited to? What are you most excited about for this upcoming season? As far as the the next NBA season, to see the Splash Brothers again, uh, show show people how to really do this. Uh, I'm definitely curious to see how this Lakers team going look. Um, I want to see what's going to happen with Ben Simmons if he stay there. How that's going to look. Uh, I got a question for you. Where does Zion Williamson go from here? That or are they really making way for him to be the 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 prime player to center their team around? Or you think he going to? Uh, I think he going. I don't think he sh- he really should have been there. Like this dude, crazy man. Like, <laughs> dude, man, he's he's really he's special. So, uh, I think a lot of time they be protecting them. Little injuries, they going you know panic. Uh, yeah, I think that he's going somewhere else. I think they he's going to turn another franchise around. Golden State, very possible. Golden State getting somebody. Somebody's going to go to State. Somebody is going to go to State. They got that new arena. Somebody's going there. It ain't just going to be the Spanish Brothers. Don't let somebody like Zion be a nightmare there. Like, get 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 Draymond out of there. Respect Zion Williamson and the Splash Brothers. Very possible. Very possible. I love it to be honest. But with what? No, they they ain't. They still got Wiseman, right? Yeah, they still got Wiseman, but. You know, they can move pieces around. You don't know who's going to be where, to be honest. So, uh, I definitely like that. I definitely like Zion and Golden State. But you, you're probably like anybody in Golden State. But that kind of type of space. I mean, yeah. you. I say you're like anybody in Golden State. But Zion is bringing another element to Golden State, though. He's bringing that dominance in the paint. It's not like, oh, you got Steph and Clay creating space for another shooter or for another, he's he's down there banging. Now you can throw oops the ball. Like you get what I'm saying? It's a they're gonna have fun down there. I love him there. I love him there, for sure. Yeah. Any gems you want to drop before we get out of here, bro? Oh no, 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 no. I told y'all May it might have been a month ago, bro. I looked you in your eye. And I told you the Phils was a, a pitcher or two away from going to the World Series. I feel like besides the White Sox, because I got to give respect to the White Sox, the Phils is the hottest team in the, in baseball right now. And I'm just letting everybody know. I like San Francisco. You like San Fran? I do like San Fran. Now, they, they might be the best team. I think they are the best team in baseball, but I think 
The Phils and the White Sox is the hottest team, hottest teams in baseball. I mean, San Fran really don't get into that many high-scoring games. They're great at defense. Get They got solid arms at pitching. Um, but, but listen to me, it's some, some good lineups out here. The Dodgers got a good lineup. San Diego, when healthy, got a good lineup. And the Phils are healthy. The Phils are healthy, man. And I'm just letting everybody know. Keep the Phils on watch. So I don't want to hear when the Phils in the World Series. Oh, I ain't see this coming. No, Michael Urquhart told y'all live that the Phils was one pitcher away from going to the World Series. I said, did you hear me? My fault, bro. I had to get that out of me, man. I had to get that out of me. Any gems you want to drop before we get out of here, my nigga? Nah. Nah, not really. No? Nah, I ain't got much to say. Football season coming up, bro. Yeah, preseason in two days. Don't care about preseason, but <laughs> I'm excited for the regular season to kick off. I will say this. I will say this. Um, I'm not liking what I'm hearing about Jalen Hurts down there in Philadelphia, man. It's a lot of Eagles fans saying that he's using his legs more than his arms. He can't read. He not waiting for the right receiver to get open. He got away with a couple of throws last year. And then he had that great game against the Saints and that we ain't even going to talk about the game against the Redskins. I can't go. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to holler. All I'm going to tell you, bro, is I've been itching. Like my neck been red. You hear me? My neck been red about this football. I ain't going to curse neither. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it, bro. You said you ain't got no gems for us, bro. No, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited, though, for football. Well, bro, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your opinion. You know, it is always welcomed over here. Um, To our fans out there, we'll be dropping snippets on Who's Clutch Inc. on Instagram. And you can also hear this podcast on Who's Clutch.com. Again, stay safe. Peace and love.